Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This summer, wherever you're heading in the great outdoors, make your first stop the Home Depot for off deep woods or active sweat-proof bug spray. Right now, get any three for just 10 bucks in your backyard or in the woods. If it's long-lasting protection you want or sweat-proof performance you need, when off goes on, bugs go away stock up now on off deep woods or active bug spray three for just 10 bucks only at the home depot more saving more doing while supplies last blog talk radio rock him Yo, 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 this is Rich, a.k.a. Coach P. You know, I'm tuning in to my show, Coach 88. And just a quick basis for the show. You know, the show is a, a platform for artists to debut a new projects and preview them here. So this will be the first listen for you to check out some of the best that indie music has to offer. Um, Nikki, are you on the line? Okay. Thought I may have had Nikki on the line. Yeah, I'm up here. I'm up here. <laughs> Okay. How you doing, girl? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I didn't know if you're going to come through or not. What? You know, I'm, I'm always going to be here for you. Always, always. Thank you. That's why, that's why you're my favorite. That's right. Likewise. That's right. All right, you know, I'll, the, 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 the hold up for this show for me was just finding the right talent for it. Um, me and Nikia, we've talked about this show for maybe about a month or maybe a little longer than that. And for this artist that I'm having for today's show, when I heard his first song called Growth, I just I just knew that this would be a good fit for the show. This is the first song that I've heard, and I'd like for you guys to hear this first song as well so you can know who I'm bringing to the table and for you all to enjoy. So the first song we're going to play is Growth. Buy money for safety. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. Getting that money, my focus. When you ain't got none, you ain't noticed. These streets be making you hopeless. That's why we be speaking them roasted. Cup on the cups with a coaster. And shoot up the shit with my soldiers. My niggas be playing a front court. We ball on these niggas, they notice. That's why they be hating, they salty. But I bad back, get them off me. You niggas, you shouldn't have crossed me. Now look at how niggas is saucy. Toss me a couple of dollars so she can.
can go ahead and get naked. I'm here with the strippers, my niggas is flexing. I'm on my way home, I'll be there in a second. The swagger, this nigga perfected. For me, a success, I was destined. Hold up, check your definition. The only thing we need to question. Pressing, I had pressure on me. But shine hard when they saw me. Grind hard when they take time off. Hustle like niggas and clone me. Stop acting like you couldn't phone me. I was far away on some different shit. All day, ball hard just like LeBron play. Can't fuck with this. Up in that room, writing them hits. April was on, I was cooking. Niggas be talking about greatness. Ain't great when ain't nobody looking. to the music community. He represents what he would like to call the hip-hop statesman, 
adults who have grown up with the culture, and even though we have grown from occupying corners and concerts to boardrooms and business. Our love for the culture remains. That's honestly what he thinks is lacking right now in music. How many of us can listen to our favorite music and see the lives that we live or even relate to the lyrics that we hear? Money Square Stacy has accomplishments such as performing in around the Southeast Atlanta, Carolina, Philly, Ohio. He's also a voting member with the Recording Academy as well as an ASCAP songwriter. He has released a book in March 2017 entitled, Let's Talk About an Honest Conversation About Things That Matter. He is currently pursuing song placements for his new song that you just heard, Grow, featuring Levy. Money Square Stacy goes to successfully promote and market his current single, and additional music that he has been writing and recording. The recent death of his brother has grown him considerably hence the name of Mike Single as both a writer and a performer. His desire is to present to the music community songs that reflect their life experiences and are at the same time an escape from the troubles they face, or maybe even a solution to the problems that they face. So without further ado, I'd like to bring to you guys Money Square Stacy. How are you? I'm doing excellent, man. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Good. Welcome to the show. I, yeah. I'm, I love to be here, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, so, um, like, just tell us, how did growth come about? Um, well, actually, this song, uh, I was in Texas last year, and um, I was I had an idea for a song that I wanted to represent like what my growth has been as a songwriter and as an artist up to this point. And then I kind of like put it on the back burner and like, I'll come back to it. And then uh, recently with the recent events that happened, it's, um, I was just like sitting on, sitting on the card, you know, just uh, blowing one down. And I was like, just writing stuff down, just words just started coming. And I I remember that moment, that moment I was in, in Texas, and I was like, I want to write a song that demonstrates my growth. And I was like, well, what better time to do it than now? And um, I actually wrote the second verse first, and then the first verse came second. And um, I started with my brother was gone. We'll answer the phone, guess ain't no room up in heaven. And it just came from there. Okay. What exactly transpires for you to decide this was the perfect time to finish the song growth? Um, well, I feel like, you know, with the, the you know, the death of my brother, it, it kind of like, I don't like to feel helpless. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like to feel helpless at all. And I feel like anytime you're going through something in life, there is an opportunity to come out of it better than before. And not even just better, but having grown, uh, opportunity for growth and I just felt like this would be a perfect opportunity. This is the proper amount of adversity and pressure to to take me to the next level and to make me a better version of myself because the reality of it is is I could either, you know, try and be proactive and do that or I could, you know, wallow in pain and, and, and allow this to do what it's done to so many other people. Okay. How does the artist that you were prior to what you've been through shape you to compare it to the artists that you are today? Like, how do those artists compare if they are two different people for you? Um, well, the artist I was before, honestly, was more like um, like other artists. You know, we want acceptance. We want to be we want to be heard. We want people to love our shit. We want people to love, you know, what we're talking about. So I was pretty much making music that the masses already like. So the artist that I am now 
I'm not concerned about the music that everybody else already likes. I'm more concerned about the music that everybody is going to like. That's what I want to, before I was just trying to join into the chorus, now I'm trying to write the song. Now I'm trying to uh, This is the, say this is the music that we're going to do going forward, and that's where I came up with the term hip-hop statesman because, you know, in hip-hop, uh, a lot of people say hip-hop is in a bad direction. A lot of people say it's in a good direction. I think it's actually in a good direction. It's just out of balance. So uh, a statesman sets the tone. A statesman says, okay, this is the standard. I see uh, Jay-Z like a hip-hop statesman. I see Nas like a hip-hop statesman. There's so many other examples of that, but people that set the agenda and not people who follow it. You know what I mean? So the artist that was before was more like I would follow the agenda. This is what people like, so I'm going to put that out. The artist that I am now is the statesman. Well, this is the agenda that I want to set forth. These are the topics I want to talk about. This is what I want to provide to the culture uh, from my platform. Okay. The album title is 526. What does that mean to you? 526 is my brother's birthday my late brother's birthday. And, and I wanted to dedicate this album to him because um, actually when he went into the hospital, it was, it was a whole thing. Like, you know, you go through the first shock, the pain, the crying. And then that I just, I don't know, just, it, it just, I felt different when I started writing. I felt different than I did before. Um, so since I, I, all the music that has been written was written during this time. Like in the span of 30, 30 days, I wrote like 45 songs, recorded like 43 songs. And all these songs are from that time. So I was like, I'm going to just dedicate this to him. And it, it so happens, he predicted I was going to have my first child, my my, my son, uh, on his birthday. And that's exactly what happened. So really, it's like that's my brother's birthday, but that's also my son's birthday as well. Okay. And what, what gave you the strength to decide to create a project at such a crying time in your life? Because with, with something like that, some people, they don't work at all. And some people, they release heavy. So what gave you the strength to keep going during that time and decide to make a whole new project and a great body of work? Oh, man. It's because it's, I kind of want to be an example um, to other people of how you can handle grief, how you can handle you know, trying times in your life, whether you're talking about, you know, sitting on your head doing a bit or you you, you, you got shit going on at home, uh, you're struggling, you're poor, you, you got charges that you, you're waiting, you got pending trials. Whatever it is, you could take what you're going through and be make it be productive, whether it's working out at the gym, it may not be making music. It might be um, writing a book. Uh, it might be creating something, just taking that pain and not letting it do what it's supposed to do to you, which is supposed to hurt you. And some people are debilitated by, you know, things such as people dying or hard times in life and just taking that and making something of it that can benefit not just yourself, but other people. You know what I mean? Cause I don't, I don't want to never be that guy that's like, Oh, I'm gonna make a whole song, a whole album about a bunch of sad shit. And then everybody walks away from it. No one's the better for it. I just want to make music that's, that's dope and that helps people. And, and honestly, what also made me want to make the project is just that, like I said, I had changed. The way I wrote changed. The way I was rapping changed. I didn't worry about all the different styles that people are doing. 
I just was just like, it was just my voice, and the shit was fire. So I was like, no, I'm going to put a project out. Being a hip-hop statesman, how do you feel that this new 526 project will help bring balance to hip-hop? Well, right now, I mean, we have a lot of, we're living in a great time right now in hip-hop, I feel. Um, it's still very much so out of balance. You know, everybody's going with the wave. You hear a lot of auto-tune. You hear a lot of uh, drug use uh, being promoted. And I just felt like um, this album will, will be added to the list of the Pusha T's, will be added to the list of uh, the Beyonce and Jay. Uh, they just dropped an incredible album, which was which was amazing. And Tiana's album is amazing, too. Um, J. Cole, um, his project was, was dope. And J. Rock's album was dope. So I think this adds to that type of genre of music. Like, it's not your futures, your young thugs, and I'm not, you know, dissing them. They do what they do. But this album brings bars. This album talks about things. Like, my song Reparations deals with the conversation that, I mean, we acting like the United States don't owe, you know, people of color, and they do. Like, the, this nation is this nation because of us. So I feel like I got songs like that. I got a song called PTSD where I kind of create the environment of the song where you don't know what's going to happen next and all of a sudden shots ring out. And that's kind of the feeling that you get when you're living in the hood every day, that PTSD, that shock, waking up and going to sleep to gunshots, to sirens. I kind of replicate that in the song. So this song deals with actual topics I feel we need to address in the culture, whether we're talking about uh, immaturity in relationships, mental health, growth, or we're talking about uh, injustice or the, the savage culture that we're in right now, that, you know, where everybody's proud to be a savage or petty or whatever the case may be, I address that on this album. So it's kind of like as a hip-hop statesman, I'm like, look, yo, let's deal with this. It's kind of like the, it's kind of like an aggressive 444 with a very, very hardcore hip-hop beat. Okay. Was there anything that you listened to consistently during this album that inspired you to take the approach that you took during this process of creating 526? Uh, nah, I, I would hear albums that, you know, that were dope, you know, I'd, I'd ask my people like, so what's, 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 what are they saying about, you know, so-and-so's album? And then they'd be like, oh yeah, it's dope, you should check it out, I'll listen to it, give it a listen. Um, they asked me about Kanye's album, I haven't heard it yet, but, um, um, I, I kind of just wanted to hear my voice. I kind of just wanted to hear what I had to say, you know what I mean? Just listen to the beats I'm making, listen to the songs I'm creating. Okay, after this song, this song will come next or whatever the case may be. I kind of kind of isolated myself. But I heard, like, the main hip-hop head, the, the main superstars in hip-hop, their music during this time. So it wasn't anyone specifically. Okay. And was there any point during this process of creating this project that you felt that you may not be able to complete this project? And if so, what gave you the strength to keep going, even when you didn't feel like you could keep going during this process? I actually, uh, I didn't have a moment like that. What I did have was, I believe the first song I recorded was For the Record, Part 2, which is a sequel to uh, a, a song that I released uh, in the past, and that song was just about my brother. That's why when I got the news, yo, it looked like he might not make it, I, I started writing. I was crying. I started writing. 
And I was just like, damn, like, what am I going to do? So that song is just me venting about that situation. And when we recorded it, um, it has an emotional uh, part at the end where um, you, you'll just have to give it a listen for the record part two. It was an amazing record. But I wasn't even intended on making an album at that time. I was just like, this is venting. So that's the time I wasn't going to make an album. And then um, I wrote Growth. I, and I was like, wait a minute, this sounds different. This feels different. And so I just finished that one. And then it was like, oh, okay, I know what I'm about to do. Okay. All right, one thing, because um, I just hear the balance. Like, we've heard growth, and, you know, we also, um, I've also heard blackout, which we'll get to later on in the show. But besides the aggressive music and the bar-heavy music, I also would like people to hear another side of you, and I'd like to get to the song now called Body to Body, and then we'll get into how that song came about. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Okay, here we go. Body to Body by Money Square Safety. What is the mind of a man? Is it me doing everything I can and put all of who I am into you? Or is that what you want me to do? I know it's men be tripping, but this time I need you to listen. What if I'm scared and afraid to let you know my fear? For fear you won't see me as brave. Let's talk a little bit. I woke up thinking from drinking, I'm getting old, homie. Whoa, homie, hoes about to take a toll on me. Just like a man that's fat, but then got swole on me. Shit changed, I'm feeling pain and so lonely. Did somebody flip? Kryptonite to Superman. My heart hurts, usually I wouldn't give a damn. The dark works when I party or got different plans. What happens when I get old and I ain't in demand? I feel something with women, but I get scared. Be feeling over my head, a little underprepared. And sabotage the feeling that you're feeling so rare. When a woman wants your love and she ain't going nowhere, I swear. No, I'm the reason that you're weeping, love. Look, I saved you from dating the heathen love Shucks, cause I was feeling I was deep in love What does that mean for my regular sweeping club? Fuck, put your body on my body, let's get close Love making with legs, shaking is so dope Put your body on my body, let's go deep I made love to her soul so she gets so weak Trust me, shawty, I ain't say shawty But I'ma show you who I am, just in case, shawty Want her body on my body, that's real shit Fuck what I say, when I lie for a little bit Fuck hoes, they always close the club down Or run through the whole car center like small dinners When pain hit it, get cold just like a small winter Usually in summer when niggas will break your heart quicker Park niggas and start when they get fresh with ya And he don't love you if he ain't kinda obsessed with ya Versus his homies, they lonely because he's blessed with ya But just let him go play, he'll always text with ya I take a sip of this liquor and backspace I'm about to send you a text, I'm so in the bad space I'm missing what you perfecting, who I am with ya Wanna discuss, I've been thinking up some plans with ya Fuck standing on two I'm trying to stand with ya And let me know what I need to do If I can with ya Plans with ya I can't figure This shit feels cool Until I dream of the future Of both our kids at school Ooh. Put your body on my body Let's get close Love making with legs Shaking is so dope Put your body on my body Let's go deep I made love to her soul So she gets so weak Trust me shawty I ain't say shawty But I'ma show you who I am Just in case shawty 
Want her body on my body, that's real shit Fuck what I say, feel my vibe for a little bit Body to body can be a part of my Illuminati We elevated while skating off in that Maserati Knowing it's rented, we whipping, they telling everybody It's soon, shorty, to the moon in that new Bugatti To take a chance, I won't advance with disrespect But given chance, I'll give you all that I have left The way I sex could have a woman a tad obsessed I want your soul together, grow with job bless Put your body on my body, let's get close Love making with legs, shaking is so dope Put your body on my body, let's go deep I made love to her soul so she gets so weak Trust me, shawty I ain't say shawty But I'ma show you who I am Just in case, shawty Want her body on my body, that's real shit Fuck what I say, feel my vibe for a little bit I know that damn song Man, I love that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shit hot. But at, Girl, at what that point song in the process did you Yeah. Like, at what point in the process did you create Body to Body? Uh damn, I'm trying to remember. I can't quite remember the circumstances around it. Oh yeah, 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 I can, yeah, I can, I can. I was talking to my homegirl, she was telling me about um, you know, her dating exploits. And it's something that I I felt like needed to be made, like, from men to women. Because, honestly, man, it's really complicated dating these days. You know what I mean? And I I understand that. And hearing her story and hearing my, you know, when I talk to my uh, my guys, they tell me me stuff. And, you know, I I just see, like, on social media, like, it's it's really complicated right now dating. And I wanted to give an aspect of why. From a male's perspective, it can be complicated dating. So I wrote "Body to Body." The song is basically about a man that, you know, the wrong shit is a priority to him. You know what I'm saying? It's just like when he says, um, "I know I hurt you. I know I know I'm the reason why you weep in love. Look, but I saved you from dating that he's in love. Shook because I was feeling I was deep in love. What does that mean for my regular us weeping clubs? Fuck. Basically, what I'm saying is." Um, I, I'm going to sabotage the relationship because I feel something strongly for you that I'm not ready for. The whole first verse talks about how, you know, sometimes men are in an insecurity. So it's not the woman that's the problem. It's we feel a little in over our head, and sometimes we'll do things subconsciously or consciously to sabotage it because we're not ready for that type of that type of relationship. That's an environment where that's going to demand more than we have to give. That's why, like, chasing the hoes would be more, more, uh, you know, better because, you know, they don't really require much. They just want something to show off or whatever. But that song is basically about the downfall between men and women. You know what I mean? Sorry, I didn't mean I mean, I'm talking facts, though. I mean, I'm talking facts, though. It, it's, they just uh, really, hoes don't really require much. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> How did you decide that body to body was necessary for the project? You know, with tracks like growth and savage beast and reparations, blackout. How did you decide that body to body was necessary for five twenty six? Because five twenty six is one narrative that I I came in. I think body to body was I think that was the twenty fourth song I wrote. And the songs that were standing out to me were the above that you mentioned. Um it was like a 
it was kind of like in the same vein that I wrote my book, Let's Talk About It. It's like I was addressing different topics, like the, the way the album begins and the way it ends. It's on two different notes, but the vibe is the same. So it's kind of like I'm just addressing, you know, different things that I, I feel the culture should talk about, whether it's, you know, reparations, whether it's injustice, whether it's personal or, or a collective growth, or whether we're talking about, you know, just why guys ain't shit. Like, because I hear a lot of complaining about, guys being ain't shit but really that goes both ways but from a male perspective i know why a lot of times when i talk to my guys they, they you know it's really like we like to perform well we don't want to be in a situation where we're going to fail so if you're talking about you could be the most beautiful greatest woman in the world and if i'm not ready i'm gonna sabotage that shit and that's just true it's just that i mean i'm not ready for it because i'm not up to the job so I'm going to either do something to sabotage it or I'm going to do something, you know, um, in a way of trying to manipulate the situation so that I don't feel so inferior. And that's, I'm not the type of guy to do that, but I know guys do that type of shit. So I felt like we needed to talk about that so that women don't think it's always them or that men are inherently incapable of feeling love or, or feeling commitment. When that's not the truth, a lot of times it's coming from a place of insecurity. Okay. What was the most difficult song to make for five twenty six and what about the song made it difficult for you to create it? Uh, like I, I mentioned for the record part two where I was talking about venting with my brother, but another another song that really was hard for me to make just because it was coming from a place that I feel real strongly about was a song called Frustration. Um, and what it is is about the culture of frustration in America. And the hook talks different aspects of everybody's argument. Like some people are frustrated because, oh, our immigration system is broken. And, you know, you're usually like the pro-Trump people that feel like I don't give a fuck about anything, just as immigration. And then there's people that care about social injustice. And we're like, I don't give a fuck about anything if it's not social injustice. And then there's other people that give a, that's like frustrated about, oh, over this terrorist, over well, we're not even at, but there's terrorists over there. And then, there's, you know, I don't give a fuck about social justice or immigration because there's terrorists over there. So that song was really hard for me to make because it really honestly made me angry because I come from the perspective of um, my frustration is the social injustice growing up with a black man and raising a black boy. It's, it's, it's frustrating to see how far we've come, but yet there are certain things that are still present with us. And, and they're very serious things. Like you have the young man, the 17-year-old, I believe, was shot running away from the cops. So we can't even run away from the cops. We're a threat running away. Like that honestly really pisses me off because what, what do people do when, you know, we've marched, we've peacefully protest, protested. You know, you got Kaepernick. He protested, and look, look where he's at. He got blackballed. He lost his job. That. And and nothing's being done about it. Nothing's being done about it. And it's like at some point you're going to have people like trying to rebel, like trying to, you know, grab arms and like, you know what, you're declaring war on us. So it's only right that we return that favor because you keep killing people. Man, I don't know how many cheeks people can turn. You know, I'm, I'm fresh out of cheeks. Do you feel that being in Atlanta affects your music in any way? Um, I know Atlanta is now looked at as a new modern day mecca of hip hop. So if it does affect your music, how does it affect you as an artist? Uh, there's a vibe in Atlanta, man. I love Atlanta. It's it's a vibe and it's not it's not just like you got people that make trap music, you got people that make 
you know, what they call mumble rap or whatever. I don't know, not to be offensive, but it's just a vibe, man. It's, the vibe is like possibilities. It's like possibilities just in the air. And you got experience, you got concerts, you got parties, you got, it's just a constant vibe of the culture. Some way, every day, the culture is being expressed in Atlanta in some way. And all that can cause like all types of innovation and inspiration. It's just like a creative's, a creative's pool of, of, of just possibilities. This shit is, is, is contagious, really. It really is. It's contagious. And it makes you, and it's a lot of competition. It makes you want to find your niche and scream on your soapbox as loud as you can from your perspective because it's so much competition. There's so much talent out here. Um, don't be fooled by what you hear on the radio and, 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 and you see maybe on TV all the time. Those aren't the only artists that are coming out of Atlanta. They they have a lot of talented people here. All of the talent out there. Um, with the features that made it to 526 that I at least currently with um Levy and Moni and Priest, um, are these people in Atlanta and what about them made you feel that they were needed to make the project better? Well, Levi on Growth uh is featuring Levi. He's an artist, he he's in Boston. He's dope. I like I like his his voice his vocal tone, um, the way he delivers his message. And I like his pen game. His songwriting ability is, is amazing and it kinda fits that whole vibe that I was coming from. Uh he presents that that how do I say? Like Nav. Uh, I don't know if you know the artist Nav or, you know, you know, the weekend and people like that. It kinda gives that type of feel to it. So what I wanted to do was to take that feel and add like tons of bars and different types of delivery to it um, to take it to that next level and, and give my spin on that sound that's already out. So that's what that helped me achieve. Uh, the song with Monty, uh, Only Fools, that song is called Only Fools Jump In. It's talking about Only Fools Jump In Love. Only Fools Fall In Love because it's it's a risky thing. It's It's honestly, it's against, you know, survival instinct to fall in love because when you fall in love, it's 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 you're leaving yourself very vulnerable. You're giving someone else the keys to break your heart and trusting that they won't do it. So you know that song with her, it just came alive. We're still you know putting the finishing touches on that song. So she was very necessary because her vocal tone and her her vibe that she brings to that song just made it come alive uh, from the female perspective. Because you know I can't be talking about relationships and shit. Now, I'm, I'm I'm a guy all over the place. Now, I needed to bring a woman in to offer the female perspective on uh, how women feel like they play fools uh, when they fall in love. So that was necessary. And the song with Priest, he actually, uh, he is a lyricist that uh, originated out of the church and has grown from there, and he's amazing. Like, his, his pen game is, is really dope, and his delivery stands out to me in the way that he puts things together. Uh, it really helped that song win and come come alive. Uh, Hands, he's also on a project, a uh, song called Motives, which are, is like my state, statement of who I am. This is who I am as an artist, and this is what I'm here to do. His bar game is just ridiculous. I like how he can, he can be on the beat, get off the beat, end up back on the beat with, with a metaphor that's just ridiculous. Y'all got to hear that song. Uh, motive feature in hands is unbelievable as well. And I'm looking for another feature. I'm looking for another feature, so any artist, you know, reach out for me because I'm waiting for one 
this last feature to be returned, but it, it hasn't yet, so we'll see what happens. Yes, please, everybody, please know that he said he's looking for another feature. If you feel that you are up to par and you've got the style, please reach out to Money Square Stacy. Please, please. So, so what helps you be able to show that vulnerable side? Like, when you talk about relationships, it's more personal and you showing the insecurities of men compared to music today it's all about I'm gonna take your bitch, I'm gonna fuck your bitch. I got your bitch. You know, I'm gonna dog your bitch. You know, but what gave you this thing like, no, like it's let me talk about real life and the problems that men face and show you the true side of us. Um well I'm a cancer, so you know, we you know, I, I think I saw this meme uh earlier today. It was like it's cancer season, which I gonna do cry. I mean, we're we're emotional people, but I'm not I'm not as emotional as other cancers. But I'm just able to tap into that uh, being a man that has fallen in love and I have a wonderful relationship uh, with my woman and and having kids. Kids honestly will make you tap into your emotions. You'll be happy one time, they do something stupid. That's what the hell are you doing? You know. So it's kind of like kids kind of force you to deal with your emotions, even if your emotions are out of balance. You get mad too fast. Kids will grow you up. Kids will, if you allow it, kids will make you have to level off because you want them to be raised with healthy emotions as well. So to make you keep yourself in check and your emotions in check and be like, am I being, you know, cold? I don't want to be emotionally aloof. I have to be able to emotionally connect with my kids. And I have three girls and a boy. So, you know, when three girls, I, I don't want my girls to be raised with daddy issues, you know, didn't get affection or whatever. So, that kind of honestly helped me to be a better artist in that way, that it helped me access my emotions in a healthy way as opposed to it being any type of uh, masculine toxicity or toxic masculinity or in a, in a way of being um, too emotional where I'm a basket case. So it, it helped me be balanced. Do you feel that being a father um, changed you as an artist, or are you mindful in creating that you are a father? Um, you know, it's it's two sides of my brain, honestly. It's like I'm a father, so I don't wanna hurt the dialogue that would or create the dialogue that would hurt them, but at the same time I'm an artist, so I gotta be true to who I am. And yes, I'm a father, but I'm also me. I'm an individual and I have an expression outside of fatherhood that I wanted to be true to as well. So even though excuse me, even though it's like, you know, I, I wanna make sure that I'm a good example to them. I also want to be honest because music is supposed to be honest. This is art. It's supposed to be expression. It's supposed to uh, garner an emotional response. It's supposed to make you feel a way. It's supposed to make you think. It's supposed to stick with you. And I think that's also, we need more of that in music where, you know, things stick with you. And I think the reason why is because stuff be so disconnected. Uh, My kids' music is different from my music. Now, some of my kids like the music that I like. You know, they're all Jay-Z and Beyonce fans. Uh, they all love, you know, like Nas on some level. So I just try to make sure I'm making music that's honest. And I don't want to be like they listen to the music and I'm a completely different person in the music than I am in real life. It, it, it keeps me honest. So it's like they know who their father is. So when they listen to me, they're like, yeah, that's bad. That's, yeah, he does feel that way. Yeah, that's correct. So it's it's kind of like like two brains. I'm a dad, but at the same time, and I'm an artist, I'm an individual, and I want to be true to that expression. What song 
from 526 do you feel will connect most with the people? And why do you feel the way about that track? Mm, mm. Well, I mean, you got different types of people. Savage Season is a, is a beast. Um, Kill Me, a song I made called Kill Me. Uh, kill Me because I live what I speak, do what I preach, don't move how niggas move in these streets. They want to kill me. Kill me because I told you the truth. These niggas lame. Why you rolling with dope? They want to talk about a murder? Take it further. Want to kill me because I... Man, listen, that song is unbelievable. I think people will relate to every song, I think, equally. But reparations, frustrations, and for the record, will probably be the strongest songs for the record, being the strongest one emotionally, just because something happens during the time that we're recording uh, for the record that wasn't part of the plan. And I really fought. I went back and forth as to if I was going to leave that part in the song. But... Ultimately, we, we agreed. I spoke to my camp, and we agreed that we, I should leave it in the song because, as I said, if we're being, if I'm being honest, you know, honest about expression, that's just what happened. So, um, for the record, yeah, for the record, and then, and then kill me. You know, fellas will love kill me, or people that feel like they get persecuted for telling the truth will love kill me. But for the record, will get the strongest. That that's a tearjerk. That that's a tearjerk. For the record, part two is a tearjerker. So I think that will probably stick with people. Like, oh, my God, I felt that way before. Oh, my God, I remember saying those exact words. So, yeah, I think that, that'll that be it. At what point in your process did Kill Me come into the picture for the project? That's one of the most recent songs that I wrote and recorded was Kill Me because, uh, you know, they're saying, you know, don't, you know, don't kill the messenger. I just feel like people get mad when you say certain things. Like in 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 the song "Growth," when I was talking about um, popping and popping pills is lame. People will be like, "Oh, who are you to judge? You smoke weed and all this other stuff." Although it's not the same thing. Um, people want to kill kill you when you tell the truth. When you say, "Nah, I don't like this rapper's song. It's whack," or "I think that's not good music," or I think, you know, drug use is is lame because that's, I mean, that's just how I feel. That's, that's don't kill me. People want to kill me because I'm telling the truth. But the reality of it is you can say, oh, well, isn't dealing drugs as bad as using them? I mean, both of them are addicts. But, yes, there is a difference because there's a physical difference between using drugs and selling drugs. It's, it's a physical difference. So there is a difference about how you destroy yourself and become so desperate that, your relationships don't matter. My father, um, he he was he, he's a he's a surviving drug drug user, and he's been clean for some some time now. Um, but that stole our whole relationship. So as a kid that had a father that was addicted to drugs, yes, drug use is very different from de- dealing drugs. Drug dealers might go away and get time, but they might not. You know what I mean? I mean, their kids still mean something to them. Maybe they're just in a desperate situation and felt like they had to do that, but. I've witnessed firsthand how drugs do actually rob people of whole relationships for the whole lifetime. So, um, I mean, not to rant, but that's that's just that's just my perspective. And I felt like "Kill Me" was necessary because I feel like, man, you can be mad at me for saying what I'm saying. You can be mad at me for my stance. Okay, kill me for it. Do something about it. I mean, I'm not saying that wrong. People want to be mad that you say that, you know. 
the truth or to speak your truth. I'd rather speak my truth so no one can use it against me rather than pretend to like shit or pretend to be okay with stuff that I feel is not okay. And then my people in my personal life looking at me crazy like, man, you really don't feel that way. Why did you say that? And then that makes them lose respect for me. And ultimately, it's about, you know, i got to be a man first. Yeah. Well, what I would like to do now is get into the song titled Blackout from the five. I love that song. That song is fun. I like that song. Uh, well, let's let the people hear it. All right. I got a degree from the slam, taking classes on my hammer, on the ass for the bag. Mr. Keeler with the phantom, wanna buy my mama jack. I can't wait for no more answers. Yeah, the young nigga get it. On my shit, I need a pamper, never give up, fall down, get up, fall out, nigga. Watch out, watch out, never give up, fall down, get up, fall out, nigga. Top out, back out. Interior black and a silver Superior smell of that killer Inferior niggas they dick ride So boy don't you get too familiar Numb to your shit I don't feel ya But only cause I don't speak fuck boy Problems are just like a ceiling They both disappear when we up boy At least it's a feeling These niggas is illin' Cause they wanna be like Italians You're playing the villain shit I wanna be like the niggas with family smiling Wake up in my vibe in your island Y'all hating the game and y'all childish LeBron to these niggas is rapping Can't stop me so they gotta foul em I give them nothing but silence They ain't believe in the talent They said I was gonna be nothing I look at me Stuntin' in front of they houses They all on the dick where they mouths is Niggas is rats, they mouses They claim to be up, but they never be up Anywhere around me where the clouds is Lately I'm blowing on ounces Ain't tryna run from the pain Just fly above it, you see I discovered That most of these niggas is lame Looking for leaders, they looking for change Looking for me, I'm with a dame We with a stack, we with the shit that you niggas are saying. I got a degree from the slam Taking classes on my hammer On they asses for the bag Mr. Keeler with the phantom Wanna buy my mama jack I can't wait for no more answers Yeah, the young nigga get it On my shit, I need a pepper Never give up, fall down Get up, fall out Nigga, watch out, watch out Never give up, fall down Get up, fall out Nigga, top out Back out, black out. Walking the stove, dropping the bag, dropping the bag. Ask my foes, toe with a tag. I leave they toe with a tag. Blowing the bag at the stickiest. Drop this girl off for a pickiness. Ask the fattest and toes are the prettiest. I just get pissed with the silliness. How many streets see what I'm about? These niggas reaching for clout. I'm trying to buy me a house. Fuck all the hate and the doubt. I'm with my lady and we with your lady and we about to make her a spouse. Her and the best he can vouch. Her love before we was out. Yeah, this is that bounce. I stand on the couch, bottle train and route. This is that twerk. It's time to work the way that they do in the South. I give a fuck about a little bit. Try not to trip on the little shit. Promise yourself you're gonna keep it 100, cause most of these people are fickle Chill, chill, I'm too chill. So trill, Midwest trill. My mind on that check still. No check engine, my whip ill. Respect niggas who hustle hard for their fan, man, cause that shit real. Back out and then back out, now bounce me. That I got real. a degree from the slam. Taking classes on my hammer, on they ass for the bag. Mr. Keeler with the phantom, wanna buy my mama jack. I can't wait for no more answers, yeah. Niggas get it on my shit, I need a pepper, never give up, fall down, get up, fall out, nigga, watch out, watch out, never give up, fall down, get up, fall out, nigga, top out, back out, black out. Yeah. Man. 
that shit hot. <laughs> That's shit. I gotta get it going. I get it going real right. Yeah. How did how did that track come about? Man, I had just came back uh, from ATL and I was driving down. Uh, I got off of twenty five. I was driving down seventy eight, and I was just I had instrumentals playing. And that beat came on that uh, my man sent me, and I heard it, and it just kind of embodied how I was feeling at that moment. And you know, going out in Atlanta, bruh, that shit is so fun. It can get old if you do it too much, but Going out in Atlanta, it's shit is so fun. It's just you got you people twerking, you got people street dancing, you got all types of shit, and you see different types of walks of life. It's just like a vibe, and that song just really, I was feeling like inspirational, but I didn't want to, you know, come on preachy. So I just, you know, I, the beat came on, I just started mumbling, and that's just what I came up with. And the delivery for that song, I wanted it to be different. I wanted the patterns to change throughout each verse. I wanted the ad-libs to do different things, kind of like Ear Candy. I wanted it to be the perfect turn-up song, but not the typical turn-up song. So that's what I was really going for. Yeah, because the song to me almost sounded like intellectual trap, where it has a very trap sound to it, but it's definitely lyrics and bars within the message of the track. And I think the yeah. fear grabs people, but with the more listens, I think, the lyrics to really hit people to really catch on how much we're really just going off on that track. Thanks, man. Thanks. I, I, I try and like craft my songs so that, you know, it's got some staying power because, you know, music just comes and goes so quick that the life lifespan of a song is so short now. So you got to kind of do things to kind of keep people interested over time. Yeah. With music, um, with music always like not sticking with the people as long. What makes you still decide to craft such great work? What makes me? I'm sorry, what was that? I said with music um, coming and going with people so much, what helps you stick to just still creating great work instead of just saying, well, since I'm not going to stay with people so long, I'm just just come up with any old thing. Like, What makes you decide, no, I'm still going to craft great work with every track I do? Because I'm dope. Nah, <laughs> because um, <laughs> really... Honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. Cause I just don't, I just don't want to do what everybody's doing. Like I got a big ego, man. I just when I was like just joining into the chorus, I didn't feel right. You know, it just didn't feel like I wasn't like I wasn't able to put all of me into a song. I wasn't able to be as creative as I wanted to be because I was within the confines of what I felt everyone wanted to hear. And it's just I'm at a point now where it's like I want to make sure that if I was to die tomorrow. What my last work was is a statement about who I am, what I believe, and what the fuck I, you know, I have to offer. Like, I don't never want to be an echo. I want to be a voice. I want to. I want people to remember. You know, yeah, the money, that money, yes, dude, that money, yes, dude, money, yes, got that shit. Yo, remember that song? And I want it to stick with people. I want people to use my quotes and captions on Instagram, not just on Instagram, but in captions in their life, like. There's so many Jay-Z lines that you could just apply to your life and be like, yeah, you know, if you having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. I mean, something as simple as that is something more complex uh, off of his album. That's really what I want to do. I want my lines to be something that people can, you know, use that as a line of how they feel in life, and it's not destructive. It's actually in a positive way. So that's honestly what keeps me, what keeps me you know, making great music. Do you feel that 526 is your best work thus far in your career? 
Hell yeah. <laughs> no question. No question. It's my it's my most honest work. It's it's my most honest and it's it's unfettered. It's you know, there's no limit there's no limits on it, there's no boundaries. I'm just being creative at this point. At this point, I'm just creating from nothing. There's no blueprint, there's no formula. It's just how can I make this beat as creative and how does it feel to me? Like when I hear a beat, it's like, yo, this song sounds like I could say this on this beat and then I'll just create it. So right now this is by far my best my best work and it's the best representation of who Money Yes is as an artist, you know. Um I just I just feel like this is it. This is my good kid Mad City. Where do you think this project will take the career? I mean one can hope one can hope, uh one can hope, like I said, like you said on the opening. I am trying to get like placements for songs such as growth, uh, body to body. I'm looking for a placement with that. Um, I would like to, my goal honestly is to be nominated for a Grammy. So, um, as a part of the recording Academy, I'm, you know, I'm lobbying my peers, you know, for the music that's going to be coming out for next year, uh, nomination. So I, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that this can get me a nomination for an indie or maybe for a song or even get placements in major commercials or movies or, or TV shows. That's really honestly the goal. Um, but also, my goal is also for people to know my lyrics and sing them back to me. I want them to sing them back to me because, I mean, they're dope lyrics, and it can help them. You know, it's a good way of thinking. Like, just if you listen to the hook of Blackout, right, fall down, get up. You know, fall down, get up. Like, that, that goes together. Never give up. Fall down, get up. I want people to sing that back so that that can be more real in their own life. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's pretty much my my, my, my purpose, both monetarily and socially. What do you feel will be people's biggest takeaway from the Five Project? That's a good question, bro. Damn, I don't know. Like, <laughs> uh, um, well, Five Two Six, honestly they're going to take away that this is not a regular hip-hop album. It's not a dated album. Uh, the music, I believe, is timeless. And the music, I believe, is more relatable than their favorite songs that's out today. Uh, when you're talking about Savage Season, um, that's relative to now. This is Savage Season. Everybody wants to be a savage. Everybody wants to do whatever it takes to get the coin. But all money and good money, it's like we forgot that. It's like we forgot that you're not supposed to have a price. You know what I mean? Like, when did we get to the point where having a price is okay? Like, that's not okay. Because if you think about it, if all the people around you can be bought, then who's really there for you? It's just a matter of who has the bigger bag, who comes into your circle with the bigger bag, can pluck any one of the people you call friends out of your circle because all of them are motivated by or all of them have a price. I don't, uh, that's 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 ridiculous to me. You know what I mean? So that song is talking about that. Um, what was your original question? I'm just ranting. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's fine. Okay, so my last question. So 526 comes out. It's going to be successful. From what I hear, it has everything to be successful and stick with the people. Damn but man. let's say a, a year from now, what do you think people will go back and say? about 526. That it was honest. That 
they saw their lives in this project. And, and either, either one of the songs, in any of the songs, someone will always be able to go back and be like, this is my favorite song because right now my cousin just got shot by police. Or this is my favorite song right now because my grandmother just died or my aunt or my uncle or my mother just died from cancer. Uh, this is my favorite song because it makes me feel like I can beat the world, like I can fall down, like I can get up, and I can be as fly and as flossy and shine and get my glow up and do what the fuck I want to do regardless of my situation. I want them to revisit songs like songs like Kill Me or songs like um, Only Fools when they're going through it in a relationship and revisit it and be like, man, yeah, Only Fools jump in, but, how many, but all of us have played the fool. So what are we really saying? And and that's really what I want people to do, be able to revisit, revisit the album and see, like, you know what? I see myself in these lyrics. I see my life in these lyrics. Or I see a moment in life in these lyrics. And really, that gives it longevity. That gives it lasting power. The uh, Nas' song, Black Girl Lost, is still a relevant song to this day. I mean, you can just go on Instagram yeah. and see that song playing, you know, like girl love you you see that song in IG and that's relevant now so i think that's really what makes music last is making it identifiable and and people can relate to it even 10 years from now because certain things are just mainstays in culture breakups makeups death pain frustration social injustice and fighting for a cause all those things will be going on 5 10 20 years from now And thank you for bringing up Nas, Black Girl Lost. But that's really one of my favorite songs ever. So it's yeah, nice to hear somebody else feel the same way about that track as well. Bruh, and that song I, is... Yeah, yeah that's, that song is just timeless. Like, I listen to it all the time still. Man, it, 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 it's classic. It's classic. I like music that, you know, has that lasting power. That shit is unbelievable. But thank you for having me. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. You guys have a wonderful platform. Uh, Money Yes uh, Growth is going to be coming out. It'll be available everywhere July the 1st. Uh, I believe we're going. We're still working on a date for 526 with Spotify and iTunes, but iHeartRadio and a couple other people are on board with the August release date. But we'll see what happens. Uh, go get Growth, pre-order, save. It's on Tidal. It's on Spotify. It's on iHeart. It'll be on Pandora. It'll be everywhere. Uh, pre-orders start now, and it'll be available everywhere on July the 1st. Growth featuring Levi. Song's unbelievable. Please stream it. Stream it. Put it on mute. Stream it while you sleep. Wake up, unmute it, and listen to it all day. <laughs> Anybody you want to shout out? Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Shout out to the Coop gang. I love my family. They've been here for me. Um, you know, they 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 are they are. Unbelievable. Shout out to Ohio, my home state, O-H-I-O. Um, shout out to my, my Midwest people. Everybody in the Midwest, man, y'all need to look out. Artists in the Midwest are, are some of the dopest artists in the nation. Y'all need to stop sleeping. Shout out to Chicago. Shout out. Man, this is popping, bro. Uh, they they sleeping. The Midwest is popping. Uh, shout out. Shout out every artist that's making honest music, man. Keep making it. Keep pushing and Let's work. I'm here at Money S at M O N E I I E S S. Follow me. Instagram and Twitter the same. Yeah. Nikita, do you have anything that you'd like to say? I thoroughly enjoyed um this interview. Um I'm looking forward to the album. I mean I appreciate um I appreciate the things that were said 
um, and um, the the scope of what this album encompasses, I appreciate that as well because I feel that um, the artists that are putting out music today, they are not fully grasping uh, everything that is going on within the society today. And I feel that it's important that, you know, instead of just focusing on um, just one particular, um, you know, aspect of everyday life, it needs to be full circle um, because there are so many things that are going on in everyone's lives. And it's important that, you know, as an artist, you're able to tap into each and everything um, so that your listening audience, you know, is able to be able to relate to you on every single level. So I yeah, think that. And um, I'm looking forward to the album. Um, shout out to my co-host. I never doubted you. And I'm looking forward to the show, you know, um, doing big things for the independent community. Yeah. Thank you. And shout out to Money for Safety. Thank you so much for just giving us your time to come up here and giving us some great work. And I wish you and your project the best success that it can have. Thank you. Thank you. Bless up. Thank you, you guys, for having me. I appreciate y'all. Love. Yes. And also, thank you to Nakia. Thank you for giving me your time to come up here and support the show. And always shout out to my whole Global Money family, Keith Price, Mojo Free, Billy Palm Trees, Rebel Cusco, and Sean Beck. Until July 8th, everybody stay love. Peace. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.